What's going on, everybody? Leo Canelo here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. And as always, my friends, uh, all of you who are entrepreneurs who are trying to build an online business empire, our goal is to bring to you quality professionals who can help you do exactly that. And we've got an amazing guest for you today coming all the way to us from beautiful Luxembourg in Europe. We've got Christine Hansen, who is an award-winning business coach and consultant for online entrepreneurs who want to build profitable businesses on their own terms. She is well known for her tales from the trenches, tell it like it is strategies, and an almost uncanny ability to help people trust through their blind spots. Boy, I can tell you in my experience, that's very important to be able to know you, the decisions you're making are the right ones. And her work has been featured in a lot of amazing publications for entrepreneurs, including Entrepreneur Magazine, Forbes, Business Insider, Vogue, National Geographic, and more. Christine, welcome to the show. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S., and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go. Hi, Leo. I'm excited to be here. I mean, what an honor to be on the Seven Figure Show. This is nice. <laughs> oh, we're, we're excited to, to speak with you. You know, at the beginning of these podcasts, we love to find out more about your background. You know, what uh, during your upbringing maybe led you down this path of entrepreneurship and serving entrepreneurs. Tell us a little bit about your upbringing, maybe some a few things that maybe led you down this path. Yeah, so I am actually from a very non-entrepreneurial family. We are strong in academics, which is the route that I chose as well when I started out. So I did my English literature bachelor's degree in the UK. I did my children's literature master's in London afterwards. And then I came back and I became an English teacher, as you should be doing here in Luxembourg. So uh -huh. it was very, very traditional. And I always want, like to talk about this because in Luxembourg, so our mother tongue is Lützeboyisch, which is Luxembourgish. It's a spoken language mainly. And then everyone also speaks German and French. And our administrative language are mainly German and French because we have a lot of foreigners working in Luxembourg every day. And so in Luxembourg, we have a lot of words that are taken from German or from French. And entrepreneur is one of them. But entrepreneur in Luxembourg actually rather means someone who's in construction. So if I speak about an entrepreneur, people will think about four to five big construction companies. They don't necessarily think about someone like me who has a small business and builds businesses or creates businesses. And so I didn't know for the longest time what an entrepreneur actually is, what they do, the concept. And even though I studied English literature, Shakespeare didn't really talk about entrepreneurship or mindset or anything like that. So I didn't know. And um, so I started my life, lived my life very traditionally. And then I became pregnant, freaked out because I had no clue about babies. And um, I was worrying about sleep. So I downloaded this a baby sleep program. Everything went well. And then the pivotal point happened when I received an email and I clicked on a button and I landed at a very well, what I now know, 
sales page. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. It was complete newbie to email digital marketing. I was just a regular user. And they were looking for new baby sleep consultants. And that sales page painted the perfect picture of being an entrepreneur, working for yourself, creating your hours. They crunched the numbers for you, all that freedom. I love the idea of marketing. And I read this and I was like, that's what I want, you know? So I bought the whole thing, hook, line and sinker, and I became a baby sleep consultant. Turns out I really don't like babies. So after a year, I Uh changed. (laughs) (laughs) And, but sleep, I really noticed that sleep was a hot topic and it was 2015. So Ariana Huffington was just publishing the sleep revolution and she had a huge PR train and I just jumped on that. So sleep like a boss was born my first company. And it took me another two years to really develop the sleep like a boss method discovered that I prefer working the business than necessarily health clients. So I franchised it out and um, I built a team all over the world from Singapore to Norway, to Spain, to the US, to Australia, to Canada. And basically those team members were doing now the sleep like a boss method through the sleep like a boss portal. So I preferred working as a CEO on the business And then I decided it was time to actually let that go completely and to only work on online businesses, helping others do what I've done, building a business online, specifically in the health industry, which is difficult because selling health, very different from selling money or anything else, basically. And especially if health is not quick weight loss, you know, (laughs) so So it's, it's tricky. You have to market it differently a little bit. And so this year I sold the company and one of my beautiful team members took over as the CEO. And I'm focusing specifically now on Christine Means Business, which is where I do two things. I help people build their business online with super simple business strategies, really being careful that they build a business they love, not the business monster that they hate. And the other thing that I do is I actually curate a community of travelers who are entrepreneurs. So we travel the world, but with entrepreneurs in a small container and our power words are permission, pause, perspective, and play and passion. So those are the two areas that I do now. Mm, Fascinating, fascinating uh, background. A lot to unpack there, Christine, but congratulations on the exit of your company that uh, you built. I can tell you, just thinking about last night, how important sleep is and how much (laughs) more sleep I needed uh, last night. And it's really important. I think Ariana Huffington's done a great job of, of explaining you know, this, this idea of the entrepreneur grinder, you know, four hours of sleep a night is nothing yeah. to be proud of. It's, it's going to catch up with you and ruin your health. But I'd like to start kind of at the beginning where you mentioned in Luxembourg, and I see this often in Europe where people are able to speak multiple languages. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to live in, in Chile in, in, uh, in the capital city of Santiago for South America for two years and, and become fluent in Spanish. I'm curious, what do you think the benefits are to someone who's uh, trying to create things, being able to speak another language? What do you think some of the benefits are of being able to speak a second second language? Oh, there are so many. Do you want me to, like in relation to business or in relation to life in general? Uh, either one. <laughs> so in general, I think, I think always can, 
I mean, just speaking a language doesn't mean just understanding the grammar, right? It means really understanding or being having an easier time understanding a culture. Now, again, for Luxembourg in particular, for people who don't really know what it is, it is a very small country. In, it's a grand duchy, actually. We have a grand duke and a grand duchess. Mm. So it's a dynasty. And okay. it's uh, you have Belgium, Germany, and France around it. And the Netherlands is like 100 kilometers further down. So it's it's yeah. really in the center of Europe. And it's one Benelux. So Lux, you know, was one of the founders of the European Union. Mm. So Luxembourg specifically, because it's so tiny, we are 700,000 people. Wow. Um, you are always close to a border to some other country. So yeah. our culture is a mix of all those different influences. And I love to say, specifically because I like to eat, we cook like the French as delicate, but we eat like the German. So very big portions, which is great. So the best of both worlds. Perfect combination. Exactly. But understanding that and easily traveling to these other countries, it changes your, I don't think I always understood that, but it you take a lot of things for granted, maybe that open your mind in so many ways. I think for me, it's much easier to have empathy for a lot of different situations, to understand where people are coming from, to understand the history. It's always different if you read or hear something in their native language. For me, funnily enough, when I am here speaking business to you, English is my my alter ego language. I feel very uncomfortable speaking about business in Luxembourgish, for example. So it's really interesting. I didn't realize until I was asked to do an interview series for a Luxembourgish uh, health insurance, actually. (laughs) I I did the the series and I was, this is really super awkward for me. Um, So it can also help you in that aspect. And then obviously for business, it's it's amazing. I was on French TV. I was BFM TVs. It's one of the biggest French TV channels, but I was also in the news in Germany. So it yeah. gives you international exposure and it gets you to learn other priorities, ways of thinking differently. So I just think it really helps you to become a little bit more understanding, tolerant, probably as well. Yeah. Um, specifically when I compare it to people who never left their country who live in a smaller bubble. I don't, it's not necessarily people who I've worked with or who or maybe work with, but don't necessarily are friends with that often. So it's just a different mindset that you go through the world with. And I feel very blessed to have that opportunity. Yeah, no question. It's more, it's very much more open. You have a broader understanding of all the different forces at work and, and outside of the bubble is always good. No question about it. Now you talked about this defining moment in your life where, you know, you, you'd had uh, your child and you, you arrive on this landing page, probably a squeeze page, an online marketing page. And this one thing changes the trajectory of your life. What was it about this page and what changed the way you look at online business? Oh, The funny thing is maybe now in retrospective, right? Because if I were to go, I don't know if it still exists, probably it was bad. It was terribly designed thinking back at it. And if I were to go back now, I could tell you grab line, grabbing headlines, sub headline, first thing, the benefits, the features, the the FOMO, the, the, all of it. it was now I'm like, oh my God, you know? So on the one hand, I'm thinking it works. 
it really works. On the other hand, it also makes me cringe. Um, but I think it was, they had a brilliant copywriter for sure. Someone yeah. who really understood the thoughts, not only of someone who has had a baby because they talk about the freedom of time. Obviously when you just had a baby, you think about nothing else, but spending time with them. And obviously often you have to go back to work and you don't want to go back to a nine to five. Perfect audience. Plus they talk to someone who's excited by entrepreneurship. Maybe just like I was at the time, it never occurred to me until someone presented it to me and they did a great job at saying, you know, if you have five clients and if you charge that much, you don't need to do anything else a month. So yeah, you know, and seeing how much you can earn versus your regular salary in a job that you might not like as much, it made total sense. So yeah, it was just, yeah, it, it painted that picture that had never occurred to me before. And I just knew this is it. This is right for me. And I've never looked back, even though I pivoted my businesses a few times. For sure. I can never go back to something else than working for myself, like freelancing on a project based. Yes, maybe, but I could never, 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 never go back to a non-entrepreneurial life. So I'm grateful on one hand. And it took me a long time to realize this. Like I only realized this a few months ago when I was looking back at my thing, at my my journey. And I was like, it was that sage page in the end that changed my life really. (laughs) Unbelievable. So you started then with that program kind of maybe as an independent contractor and you're starting to build your own uh, self-employed business. Mm -hmm. What was the next step where you transitioned from you know, doing that program to kind of creating your own brand, yeah. your own, uh, and you started to franchise this across the world. How did, how did that come about? So yeah, you become basically a self-employed baby sleep consultant. And again, in Luxembourg, yeah. Europe in general, there are not a lot of baby sleep consultants. It's not some, it's new. So it was a lot of work to actually have people understand what it was, et cetera, et cetera. But what I really realized right from the beginning was that I loved the marketing aspects. Um, when I decided to do this business, one of the first things I did was I went into Skillshare and by coincidence, I saw, I got a free class by Seth Godin. I think he had, oh, very it good. was just shortly after the purple cow and it was about marketing. Yes. And I was like, oh my yes. God, this makes so much sense. I loved it. I, I loved love it. Seth myself. Yeah. Then I purchased all the things like Amy Porterfield, Mary Folio, mm. tell me one of the 2016 Queens, I have all their programs. So I devoured, yeah. I consumed, I was, this is it. Give me a year and I'll be dominating the world. <laughs> surprise, surprise didn't happen. But, um, I, I was still in love with all of those aspects of the business decided, obviously the clientele is not for me, but the new sleep is where it's at. I was also fascinated by sleep and the health industry because sleep until then, it was mainly either psychological, so sleep hygiene or stress management. And that was all, it was medicine, like medical sleep studies where you go into the lab, maybe CPAP machines, et cetera. But I really saw the connection that there was much more to it in terms of there's your gut health that has to do with it. There's inflammation, there's food sensitivities, there's your thyroid, there's all of your sex hormones. All of those Mm. things are important. The more I learned about it, nutrition, 
And so I took all of these things, distilled it, and they are basically what the sleep like a boss method is now. And then I started working, you know, I worked with more and more clients, was able to really dilute it down to what I actually need and use of that knowledge in my brain and what I don't. So the method became more and more clear. And I had people reach out to me, could you train me? And when I had enough people, I knew this is something, I decided to do a mentorship retreat in Bali, because why not? Oh, and um, we were eight people there and I trained them in the method. And yeah, so that's how this was this was born, basically. Yeah. Amazing. Now, now you're an author as well, right? Uh, you've got a, a book that's called We Mean Business. It's kind of the practical guide for creative entrepreneurs, coaches, and small businesses who want to build a brand and, and grow an online business. And, you know, there's a lot of interesting things that you've uh, you put together in that book, but there's a section specifically that talks about online marketing, right? You've got uh, SEO and email mm-hmm. and social media and all these tips and tricks. So how do you help your clients kind of choose the most effective types of marketing brother business? Because there's so many, there's, there's so, so many verticals. Many. Like, how do I even know where to start? We have a lot of new business owners listening who need yes. some guidance with this. So what, where do we start? So that's the fun thing about someone who used, who did the work for you as someone who yeah. was consuming like a crazy person. I've, I've tried it all pretty much. Like I've worked with them all. I've spent gazillions on coaches, on programs, on courses. And in the end, I really, what I personally do, which every business coach is different, but I always say I'm a consultant and a coach, which is really important to me because the consultant bit is what you just touched upon, which is the strategy. So that is where my brain comes. I take my knowledge. I look at the person Then I coach them to figure out who they are, what they do, what they like, what comes natural to them, what will be a pain in the butt. And then from all of my knowledge, I present different strategies to them that could be working for them. Some strategies are just best practice that I would always suggest, which are kind of no brainers to have your baseline content flow all the time, but how you engage like how you actively spend your time engaging with people, that is very individual. And I'm very mindful of that because it should be in in a way that doesn't drain your energy. If it's something, I'm not saying you should never step out of your comfort zone, but it's something that's completely against your personality, then why do it? If there's something else that might be easy to you and has just as much, even more of a result because you enjoy it. So I think it's really that combination of figuring out who my client is, how they tick, how, what they like, what they don't like. And then kind of scanning my brain through everything I've ever consumed and picking what I think works best for them and regularly checking in and allowing them also to say, no, this is actually not working and changing and saying that's okay. That's a big piece of it. Yeah. No, no question. So kind of like a doctor patient where you, you know, you're the doctor, you're the expert, and you're asking questions, you're diagnosing. And then based on those answers on who you are as a business owner, you can kind of guide us to where we need to go and, and so forth. That's, that's brilliant and a great way for them to look at it when it comes to online marketing. Now, entrepreneurs, we as entrepreneurs, we kind of have this love-hate relationship with money, right? And so we want to make it but we're afraid of not making it up. But then we, you know, we want to have a great life and we want to have a great lifestyle. 
So when you work with, you know, your clients, oftentimes you're able to teach them how to not work as much yet increase their income, really create their dream business in life and be intentional about it. How does this work? What is the path to, to create that type of business and relationship with money? Yeah. So I actually have everyone go through a course, which is called the Money Mindset Journaling Journey, which is literally seven days of prompts to journal on our relationship with money, which is usually filled with aha moments. I love money. It didn't used to be that way. I think for a long time, I ignored it, had no awareness. Then it was a difficult relationship. And now we are besties. And I really am totally in love in with money. And I always say I want to make a lot of money babies. So that I usually help or work with my clients. It's part of the coaching. And then I realized that's something that was very much true for myself was that I subconsciously was dreading to have a business that was too big for me and too complex. So I was dreading yeah. having a huge team payroll, that responsibility. And it held me back in a big, big way. Until I realized that you can easily also make huge amounts of money by keeping things a lot more simple. If you have something amazing, unique and powerful that you can sell as a high ticket. And yeah. that is, for example, if you take my business, when I work with my one-on-one -on -one clients, that's not a seven figure business. It's not, it would, even if I am reasonable in pricing, definitely not too cheap, but not the most expensive either. My high ticket is the business retreats where I take seasoned entrepreneurs where I have to do, I don't know what I want to do like eight a year with eight people and I'm done, you know? So that is more yeah. than enough revenue for me, like three times, four times more than I need. And then investing it again, obviously to retire early if I want to. So yeah. I think that is what I'm very good at as well to help my clients to see where can you create something not necessarily that doesn't exist, but that you can give a twist to that can really provide something life-changing, really impactful. So for me, it's not the travel. It's not that my people stay at beautiful hotels in exotic countries. It's the container. It's that they are in an exotic destination where your brain changes. It's just science. Traveling changes yeah. your whole yeah. attitude. And you are with peers that know what you talk about, that get it, which is different than when you are with people who are either fully employed or, you know, who just don't quite understand the challenges of entrepreneurship. No so question. it's that container that's the high ticket item. So I love finding those, whatever they are for my clients, those vessels, so to say, because that way you can keep it very, very simple and you never have to worry about whatever month is difficult and I can't make payroll because that would stress me out to no end. No question. So it, first of all, it's a relationship. You've got to have an actual relationship with money. It's not something you can ignore. It's not something you cannot think about. It's got to be a relationship. It certainly is very helpful to reach up and work with someone like you and be around other entrepreneurs who are, you know, creating products and services that change people's lives, make things better and learning from them. Because I always believe you're the sum of the five or six people you hang out with the most. And so yeah. if you're hanging out with uh, people that are not entrepreneurial, that don't have that mindset, then you're really missing a big opportunity. So that, what an amazing opportunity it is to connect at one of these retreats. And you're right, magical things happen when you travel and, and go to these, uh, these different uh, locations. 
So as, as someone who helps entrepreneurs kind of find their blind spots, what are some of the typical blind spots that you find when working with entrepreneurs? And, and we have them. I mean, we've got families, we've got employees, we've got all these things going on, and it's easy to miss these blind spots. Yeah. It depends on what kind of level they are. If I work with beginners, money is the biggest one, really. Yes. Um, um, being sabotaging yourself because you're actually afraid of, of success, which sounds weird, but it's actually it's very, very true. Yeah. The other thing, and I find that a lot more fascinating, which is when I work with people who have a very successful business, the more successful, the more difficult it is actually is to get perspective on who you are and what you want. And that's why I very often talk about the business monster. And you see it mm. over and over of multiple seven-figure business owners who suddenly have the vulnerability alert social media posts that's 5,000 years long, where they say that they actually didn't enjoy or haven't enjoyed their business over the last few years and that they were close to burnout. And that's because there was no possibility to check in, to get distance, to have a bubble and to really just feel yourself and to be ready to maybe pivot or to change or to even burn it all and start something new. That I feel is the most dangerous blind spot that you can have. It's that you have maybe a board that you suddenly need to answer to, that you have a CFO who will be, yeah, this is a great idea, but that yeah. you have family that whispers into your ear. So the blind spot is your essence, what you actually want after having changed from starting out, which you will, which will you will do. So that I find is for most seasoned entrepreneurs is the one that I love to work on, obviously. <laughs> so important though. One of my mentors always says, you know, once a week you need to go somewhere quiet and just be able to think and, and, and think about who do you want to become? What kind of business do you want? What kind of life? Cause if you don't like, it's so easy to just get stuck in the swing of things and the next yeah. appointment on your calendar and all of a sudden years pass by and you're like, I hate what I've created. Yes. This isn't the life and the business I want. And that's why it's so important to be intentional and to work with someone like you, Christine, so that you have that clarity of where you want to go as a business owner. Now you've shared a lot of massive value bombs. And I know the audience is thinking, wow, how can I learn more about Christine? How can I connect with her, her team and some of these uh, programs and and uh, you know, mindsets that you need to have as an on online marketing is so important as a business owner. If you can't bring in clients, you don't have a business. Where can our audience connect with you, Christine, and move forward and learn more about these programs? Yeah, the easiest way there's one simple address, and it's christinemeansbusiness.com. If you head over there, you will have access to my book. You will find information about my business trippers. You will find information about working with me privately. You have my social media to stalk me. You have my blog with my podcast and my business tips. So christinemeansbusiness.com, that's the place to go. Guys, christinemeansbusiness.com. You've got to go to that website. You need to get your relationship right with money. You need to under, understand the, the power of online marketing and what's the right you know, path for you because you mm -hmm. might think, oh, so-and-so says it's TikTok, so-and-so says it's this. Well, what's right for you? There's a custom solution that's the best fit for you and that's why you need to connect at christinemeansbusiness.com and figure out what is the right path 
for your online marketing, for your business, for what comes natural to you, for where your strengths are. If you go trying to put that square peg in the round hole, it's not going to fit. That's why you must go to christinemeansbusiness.com. Christine, thank you so much for being a guest. I know that we're going to put this link uh, below, guys, so you can click on it. But make sure you go to christinemeansbusiness.com. Christine, thank you for being a guest. Thank you so much for having me. It was a blast. Are you looking for more seven-figure secrets, content, or even how you can launch your own recession-proof business? Then check out sevenfigures.com. That's the digit seven, F-I-G-U-R-E-S.com, where we share more videos, stories, strategies, funding solutions, entrepreneurial education, and even the secret business type that's recession-proof. Thank you for listening, and if you're finding value in our podcast, please give us a five-star and invite others to join the club.